I just want to complain a little bit. Okay, perfect. Bring it on. AJ and McCall at VFX. Now, yesterday, we went out to lunch, and there's a cashier that uh, took my order, and then while I was waiting for my food, uh, handed me my sandwich and said, I hope this warms you up before you go back outside. And I was like, it's, it's nice out. Like, this was lunch. It, it's nice out. And then she was like, oh, really? Well, I haven't been out since four. So I was, like, I was like, I feel that. Right. Believe me, I feel that. <laughs> right. But it's like, this week is nice. Don't take this week for granted. No, it's it, lovely. I'm, I'm literally wearing a short-sleeved shirt. Yes, it's 21 degrees outside, but I'm still wearing a short-sleeved shirt. My complaint is okay. that she gets up at four. I don't get quite that early. But uh, <laughs> I am sick of scraping my windshield. It's false fault. Stop making me I'm, scrape my windshield. I'm telling you, you know what you could do? Is you can move to Florida. <laughs> that seems a bit extreme for the windshield scraping. I was I was expecting like auto start. I mean, yeah, you could garage. do that too. Garage is good. <laughs> um, you could put one of those little things on your car. I can't remember what they're called, but like they basically cover your windshield. A they're like wave. a frost. No, oh, it's like a yeah, frost yeah. block. And you like thingy. put it on, and it, it goes off. inside yeah, of your yeah. car, and you close the doors and whatever. Maybe. Okay. 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 So maybe going to Florida is a little bit ridiculous. It's a little extreme. Sorry. So <laughs> remember yesterday you were talking about somebody that is like a leading expert on Bigfoot that's yeah, going to be, be in, here in town this week. I think he's in town this week. He's going to be yeah. at the Logan Library tonight at seven. seven. Right. In the Lake Bonneville room. Yeah. So that's going on. But across the country in Florida, police right now are actually seeking help for the return of a 300 pound Bigfoot. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. What? Yeah. So this is in uh, Boynton Beach, Florida. Sounds fake, but sure. Yeah. Anyway, it's a 300 foot or 300, <laughs> 300 pound Bigfoot statue. 300 foot would be kind of <laughs> yeah, that's noticeable, weird, yeah. I think. 300 pound Where Bigfoot statue that was stolen last month. Now, it sits in front of some mattress monsters store and huh. it's like eight feet tall. But it's just gone. Also, I kind of find it interesting. It's front of in front of a freaking mattress store. <laughs> like Bigfoot's not sleeping there. Bigfoot's sleeping in the woods. I, mean, I think he likes his arrangements. Yeah, he's good. Well, maybe it's because he never slept on a mattress. Well, it's possible. Anyway, kind of interesting. So if you keep your eyes peeled, <laughs> Bigfoot was stolen. In Bigfoot Florida. was stolen in Florida. Maybe Ooh. our leading expert on Bigfoot that's in town this week can give us a little advice on where they can find him. <laughs> oh man, okay, that's that's certainly a way to. Isn't that crazy? I say when you said Bigfoot, I was like, I don't even think there's ever been anyone who's even pretended they've seen Bigfoot in Florida. No, but then Maybe, I don't know. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, it's a possibility. AJ, I mean, there's a lot of crazy going on again, there. I think it was Ellie was the one that commented. She had two stories from when she lived in Maryland. Yeah, I was like, I believe, I believe Maryland because of how how he's in Maine. We all know he's in Maine. <laughs> nothing's in Maine, nothing but in Maine. lobsters yeah. and things like that. <laughs> oh boy, clam uh, chowder. <laughs> I actually have a funny story for you. I, okay, I would great. consider it slightly cool. Florida or not esque, but it has cool. to do with uh, the ability to drive, which, let's be honest, is a big focus of the AJ McCall show well, all the time. Yeah, especially since, especially with winter coming. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you remember how long it took you to pass the driving test? Did you take more than once? No. AJ McCall at VFX. I okay. mean, I guess technically I took one like in my driver's ed class. No, as, like, no, no. A I mean practice. like the official one, e- just the official one. 
Like the one that counts. Yeah, no, I only I only took it. Kay. I only took it once. So I took it I twice uh-huh. because I California stopped through a uh, stop sign, which you're not supposed to do. No, right? no, you're not. In my defense, we drove through my neighborhood, so I was very comfortable driving through there. Right, doesn't make an excuse, but that's no, what happened. Of course not. So try this out for size. Okay, bring it on. Two, I, I think it's somewhat embarrassing. Yeah. A guy in England was busted for hiring an impersonator to take his driving test for him after he failed it. 27 times. Oh my gosh. Don't give it's him a license. It's not difficult. No, it's not. You drive here, you follow the lines, you parallel park. I don't know about you, me, they didn't even make me do it between two cars. They just said park behind that car. Yeah. Yeah. For so- my, let's see, for my driving test, like my physical driving test, I went out and I tested like the, the test type driving with the instructor from my, I'm trying to remember how it, how it all worked. Because I, I took driver's ed in high school, right. right? And so with the driver's ed in high school, I think that you had to go out and you had to take the driving test just with the teacher there. And I remember we drove in Logan. I went to high school at Bear River High School in Tremont. Right. And so we came over to Logan and we were driving. Because <laughs> Tremont is like, all right, and you're out of the city. Right. <laughs> exactly. Romp on it. So we had, to come, we had to come over to Logan. And I remember driving the guy that was driving us to, to Logan. I was like... This guy is awful. This is terrible. So anyway, we were driving on the street. I can't remember what street it is. The one that's just right below the temple, mm-hmm. right? And there is a four-way stop sign there. Right. Okay? And oh, jeez. And we were heading... Oh, no. We were heading north on that road, and we weren't quite to the temple yet. There is a tree, okay? Bear with me. If you've ever driven there, you know what I'm talking about. There is a tree... That sits just very precisely situated and the branch hangs down over top of the stop sign. And it does every single year. Uh Uh-oh. Like every year. That sounds bad. So anyway, I was going to run it because I thought that it was just a go through. (laughs) But I had never driven in Logan before because hello, I live in Tremont. Please chase. So thankfully my instructor, (laughs) he had this stop pedal there like right. in, in his right. passenger seat so anyway we get there and the car's stopping and i'm like why is the car stopping what's going on it's why stop- is it stopping? Peel- stopping. Peel- it stopping i'm not stopping peeling out at a four-way intersection right so he pushes on the brake and he's like there's a stop sign and i look up and i can see it now that we're next to it right. but the tree is like overhanging so much and i was like oh and he's like i'm not gonna mark you down for that one because like That's have you ever crap. driven in logan and i was like no. And he's like, okay, then you wouldn't <laughs> know that this is a four-way stop sign. <laughs> I don't think that's how that works, but I'm, I'm glad you didn't have to take no, it a second he time. Was, he was really nice. I, we went out and we like test drove a couple of different times. That one was just like one of the tests before the actual <laughs> Let's just test. be honest. We all know what happened. McCall said, run it. And he said, no, go. No. All right, do it. Okay, go in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad you got in a police chase during your first Stop. driver's test. Stop. Now you're spreading rumors. I think after, this guy failed in England 27 times. I think after about five, he's like, you know what? You, you One year. One year. You can't take it for a year. Study up. You're, you're, you're a moped guy for the next year. Yeah. Basically. It's not difficult. It's really not that difficult. I mean, you shouldn't have to take the driver's test 27 times. And if you do, you shouldn't get... Just Uber it, okay? He, just Uber it. He got busted, so he got a 14-month suspended sentence. Two hours of community service. Great. <laughs> Yesterday, uh, <laughs> we were talking about gifts. You know, gift-giving season, right? 
because there are some people who are very selfish when it comes to receiving gifts. In fact, I thought of another story. Help me out here, Vern. How would you handle this situation? Mine, again, is that a family member got asked for tickets to an event, gets them, day of the event, bails, doesn't go. What do I do with selfish or ungrateful gift receivers? Me, personally, I, I would I give out a good faith. If you don't like it, that's your problem. Yep. I mean, sorry, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't take a personal one. Like, I thought it was a good gift. Well, you know? well, and, and quite frankly, uh, I would hope I wouldn't know that information. Yeah, ignorant. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, like, just like, thank you, thank you, uh-huh. Right. We're never going to use this, but, you know, like, thank you for the gift. I just you know that should that should be the classy way to handle it. In my yeah. opinion. Well, you they know? wanted it, and then the day it was a sh- it was tickets to a show. They wanted it, and then the day the show comes, and then they bailed on the show. Well, once again, oh, it was a great show. It was a great show. <laughs> that right. yeah, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Even though they didn't go. <laughs> yeah, that would have would have been less mad. Definitely wouldn't have been on the radio then. Right. <laughs> AJ recalled VFX. So the question then, I think, on our Facebook page, on our social media as a whole, Utah's VFX. For the debated aid is circling all the way back around because the argument in the wedding post that we started talking about that links on our Facebook right. page and the, the argument with uh, or in a possibility with my family member is can you just be like all right give it back you ain't gonna use it I want it back yeah what's the policy on that uh I don't know I really don't know the policy because I feel like when I make a if I make a donation somewhere right to save dogs <laughs> yeah. I would prefer to know that my money is going to that specific whatever, whatever the cause is. To save dogs. Sure. If I find out later my dollars didn't go to... Save dogs. Great. I would be extremely upset and I would go further or I would go forward knowing that I would never make a donation to said cause again. To save dogs. But... I don't know that I could, at that point in time, request the money back because I had given it as a donation. What about, okay, so let's do a more personal thing then. Because, okay. like, the wedding thing started, that was to a family member. Right. Gift giving to a family member. That's right. way more personal, less legal ramifications. Yep. Take it back. Because that's where this, the, bride, the bride situation, she was like, no, you gave it to me. I'm keeping it. And I'm like, oh, 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 oh no, you ain't. I feel like the audacity of the bride is something that would make me request dollars back. However, I also feel like it just goes right back to the same thing that I said initially. I gave it as a gift. So that's yours. But shame on me for believing in you. It's a couple interesting comments. Kay says, uh, the way I see it, once it's out of my hands, I don't have control. Right, but it's not mine. If but it doesn't go where I want it to, don't expect another dime. Correct. Carrie raises an interesting point, too. She says, ruin an otherwise good relationship, nah, let it go. Mm. I wouldn't say that because I would forever hold it against you because I have grudges <laughs> and that's how it goes. But if, Do I keep it internal or do I make it external for everybody else to witness? It goes back to our conversation we had a couple of weeks ago about cutting people out of your life. Truthfully, yes. it does. Fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, then I'm never associating with you again. We are murdering that that uh, cliche, by the way. We have just meant, done such a great job during this debate. It's today. not my fault. If you decide to delegate that money elsewhere that's your choice 
But I gave it to you with the intention of it going to this place or the other place. And in this case, a wedding. And in this case, a wedding. And if you say you're going to postpone the wedding, but you're going to postpone the wedding, you're going to take the money that we that we gave you for a honeymoon, thirty thousand dollars, thirty grand, mind you, thirty rubber bands, and then come back and say, okay, so we're going to spend the money on the honeymoon, but then I'm going to need your donations again for a wedding that actually is going to be more expensive. You can bet your bottom dollar you'll never see another dollar because no. Guess who's, you know, I was going to say, guess who's not going to see me? Guess who's not going to get gifts? I was wrong. Guess who is going to see me in court is my. I really don't think, I really, really don't think that I would try and request the money back because, hey, that was a gift. That was a donation from me. Rich Uncle donated 12 G's. Well, that's his dumb butt mistake. He Why loves you... his niece. Well, your niece Not is anymore. a piece of garbage. Not anymore, obviously. He Why hates would you niece, drop but... that kind of money? <laughs> Could you take a family member to court if you needed to? Mm. I don't know. I really don't. <laughs> I think I could do it. <laughs> I really think I could. Uh, but by the way, my mom listened to the debate at eight yesterday and reminded me of a story because I think she felt like passive aggressively complaining a little bit too. Uh-huh. That may be even worse. It's not as bad as taking thirty thousand dollars and be like, "Yeah, the wedding's gone, but right. I'm going to keep the money." Right. But it's it's not great. <laughs> and I have to share this story because okay. I I don't know if you'd be able to wrap your head around the baloney logic for it. Probably. Yesterday was uh, selfish gift gift receivers. For the debate at eight, and then my uh, mom called in, well, texted me to the AJ McCall show and said, hey, do you remember this time? And again, it's not as bad as the bride who took $30,000 from her family, but try this on for size. Okay. So, championship games okay. for sporting events are right. expensive. Oh, so much. Right, game three for the Nationals, someone paid over $50,000, I think, for ah. four seats behind home plate. That's dumb. For the World Series. We've we've had this conversation again before. Again? Before. Again and before. Again and before about paying dollars for things like that. So I don't remember how many years it was ago, but okay. uh, sometime when I was in college, the finals, the NBA finals, it was the Lakers versus the Magic. Okay. Now, on my mom's side of the family, gift giving has taken a little bit more... Not seriously, it may sound important. We just, we just do bigger gifts. Right. So I had a cousin who asked my mom for tickets to that game. She wanted tickets to a game of the finals. Wait, wait. A cousin. Yes. A cousin. Now, I, I don't know what they cost, but I just want to put in perspective, we know that they're not going to be cheap. So it's so it's it's your cousin. Yeah, my, so it's my not mom's like- niece. Oh, no, 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 no. It, it gets better. It gets better. Here's the problem. So unlike the Super Bowl, unlike the college football championships, they're not in a central location. Right. They go back and forth. Right. So since it was Orlando and L.A., the games are in Orlando, Orlando and in LA. L.A. Right. The problem is we live in, at the time, Lafayette, Indiana. Right. Which, which is nowhere near L.A. or... Ooh. And my mom points it out to my cousin, and my cousin says... Well, yeah, you'd have to fly us down there, too. What? <laughs> if I'm lying, I'm dying. Are you kidding? I'm not making okay, it up. Okay, so the audacity that somebody has to be like, hey, you know what's really cool? You should probably buy me, your niece, a present so that I can fly to one of these games that is going to cost buku dollars. Big time. Big time. 
Wow. I mean, flight, reasonably 500 bucks. Probably, yeah. Especially Tickets, right then. Even in the nosebleeds, probably a couple hundred. Jeez. I have uh, no words because if I were to think right now, is there an aunt that I could send a message to and say, hey, would you be willing to fly me to some unrelated area for you to be able to buy me tickets to go see something, I don't know, Jeffree Star or somebody yeah. at like a master class? Yeah. That is, wow. Seriously. What makes people think that they can do that? I don't know, man. I was appalled at that point in time, but my mom heard our debate at yesterday and texted me. I was like, oh, yeah. I had to share the story. Selfishness wow. apparently runs rampant in my family. Well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> if we catch the criminal from Florida. It's that easy. Three headlines, please. Perfect. <laughs> I wasn't sure if you were ready for it or not. I was intently staring. I was waiting. Okay. So we've got headline number one. Some guy arrested for drunk driving with his toddler in the (laughs) backseat. Headline number two. A shoeless guy in swim trunks seemingly falls out of the sky onto a car's roof and walks away unharmed. And headline number three. Three guys rob a jewelry store with sledgehammers and take a GPS tracker. There you go. Three crazy stories. Good luck. You know, I, I would say that they're not smart or delicate, but, you know, they use sledgehammer, so clearly mm-hmm, they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. clearly. I know it's a throwback from yesterday's Orchid Homes, Florida Not on VFX with AJ and McCall, but I still can't wrap my brain around someone, specifically a high school student, student hiring a hitman. I know. Like, it's baffling wow. to me. I don't know how he, how he went to Instagram and was like, this is a great idea. Got one. I'm going to go on Instagram. Like, Kevin... I know it's a throwback, and we'll get to today's stories, but if you wanted to hire Hitman, not saying you do, would you even know where to go? No clue whatsoever. Smart man, you maintain that plausible deniability. Yeah, exactly. Three full stories, please, recall. Okay, so we've got story number one. Some guy facing some charges after allegedly drunk driving with his toddler in the backseat. Now, we say allegedly, but he had about 24 open containers of alcohol in his vehicle. Uh, He also blew a .159 and a .153 on the preliminary breath test, which is extreme DUI level. Extreme. So it's this. No, seriously, that's bottom threshold for a charge of extreme oh, I'm, DUI. I'm sure. I just, wow. 24 containers is a lot. Like, I, yeah. we all seen some people and know some people whose cars are just a train wreck. But yeah, wow. This is a big deal. Anyway, the toddler's mom picked him up. Police also contacted the Department of Child Safety. So we'll see how that all plays out. There's story one. Story number two, surveillance footage at a, an auto dealership captured a shoeless man that seemingly fell out of the sky onto the roof of a car. Now, the guy who was seen wearing swim trunks and an American flag bandana walked away unscathed. The car, however, massive, massive dented roof. Duh. Uh, I Wait, think they're he, still trying to figure out he, where he's where at. They, he don't they don't just know. They don't know. All of a sudden, the video, I've, I've seen the video. The guy just is like hanging out. All of a sudden, meow, <laughs> I think that he just had to have been drunk, so he was like semi-numb. <laughs> I, I don't know. Seems reasonable. He got a, he jumped out of the car from story number one, probably. Bam. And then story number three: three guys robbed a jewelry store with sledgehammers because they thought, "Yep, this is how I'm going to be able to get away with this." Only they accidentally took one of the GPS trackers oh. when they smashed one of the jewelry cases. Again. Anyway, the police tracked right to him. Delicacy, desert, uh, yeah, 
Yeah, delicacy doesn't seem like their thing. They uh, they were just like, let's just go swing it. It'll be great. Jeez. Yeah. So I guess that they first had the suspicious incident that occurred on the 2nd of November. Some guy came in to the store expressing interest in purchasing a bridal set valued between fifteen and $18,000. And the guy appeared to be really nervous while in the store and asked where the additional diamonds were kept in the vault on the scene. He yeah, because that's not suspicious. Yeah, he then Instead started counting the number of display cases, so it was pretty easy when they found him. It was that guy. <laughs> hey, you know, uh, just out of curiosity while we're shooting the breeze here, you know, about what time do you guys close up? Where are your cameras? Where's the silent alarm? What time do you guys leave? How many people are really? here after closing? Really? Where's the GPS tracker? So I could take that with me, oh too. Oh, gosh. Yeah, cops were tracked directly to him. So there you go. Three crazy stories. Okay, Kevin. So All we've got right. the... Well, those American shorts kind of <laughs> yeah. Florida to me. <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of thinking story number two there. What are you feeling? I, I'm kind of okay with it. I think we could throw out one because one could legitimately happen anywhere. So I'm, I'm. it's either two or three. Yeah, a sledgehammer seems like a lot of work for Florida. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, knowing Florida, he just would have been like, they body slammed their way through the front glass right. and then they just stole the GPS. I think two sounds about right. <laughs> okay, McCall, because America. Is it story number two? It is, Kevin. You're going to yep. go see the Harlem Globetrotters on Friday. Hang on the line for just a second. We'll grab some info from you, okay? Awesome. Thanks, guys. Couldn't fool Kevin, McCall. I kind of wanted to go with the guys uh, stealing the jewelry, but couldn't fool Kevin. No. By the way, like how in this day and age where there's 55 CSIs and 47 NCISs, are you not better, and I'm not encouraging smart criminals but how are you not better at crime people just watch them and they're like huh this guy's a moron eats cheetos but then they're like i could take this into my life no i ain't got time for that i'm just saying like it was obvious that guy was case of the joint how in this day and age where there's so many crime tv shows are you not slightly better at crime slightly don't know not to mention, we play Florida Not every weekday at 6.50 to give you plenty of examples of what not to do. Yeah. Do you know, do you want to guess where that one happened? The jewelry one? Yeah. South Carolina. <laughs> Minnesota. Really? Midwest yeah. represent. Minnesota. Oh, that's even worse because I bet it's so cold right now. Oh, yeah. But it's fine because it's sure not they like just, they were on the run for a while. Are we sure they didn't just break in to find someplace warm to huddle up and then they're like, ah, well, well, while we're here. Positive. McCall. Uh-huh. Paranormal been kind of a focus of the show. Yeah. Last couple weeks. Yeah. Well, uh, a movie called Finding Jack is being cast right now. It's a Vietnam War movie. Ooh. And someone's coming back from the dead to play the lead. I did not misspeak. I'm a little nervous. The AJ and McCall show would like to apologize. Uh, we do not support gambling at all on this show. No. I mean, of course the show not. itself, outside, that's none of your business. Don't mind. Just ignore everything that's happening. I'll but- bet Skittles on that all day. Nevada guessing game, McCall. Sorry, on Nevada guessing game. Nevada, why do you make me say it wrong? You ruined my life. Nevada guessing game <laughs> Lady with Gaga. Skittles. Lady Gaga for Throwback Thursday on VFX. Now, it's only a matter of time before she goes back to acting, right? Oh, she yeah. was amazing in she, um, uh, Star is Born. That. Uh-huh. She was so great that AJ can't remember the name. No, she well, did a, she did a phenomenal job. For well, me. Yeah, but she still did a phenomenal job. She's a great actress. Um, her performance. She's great. Always. Her performances movie. always are just incredible. It was just ruined for me ahead of time because producer Butters is a jerk. Yeah.
I'm not going to ruin it for anybody else, even Good though job. it's been out for quite a while. Good job. Speaking of movies, though, okay. uh, try this on for size. So there is a Vietnam War movie called Finding Jack that is casting now. Okay. And they have found their lead actor. Okay. Would you like to just, and I'm I'll, coming back from the dead is your big clue. Would you like to take a shot? It's a male actor. Who it is. Mm. But it helps, would it help if I say they've been dead for almost 65 years? Wow. No. James Dean. Wow. How? He died. Did they holograph that guy? They're going to CGI him in. He'll appear via full body CGI in our car, car, uh, archival footage, and the movie got permission from his family to use his image. Another actor will provide his voice. Pre production starts later this month. So, backtrack here for a second because this is amazing, and this is this is something that I feel like we could deep dive into a podcast on. Um, because I feel like this brings up a whole other question of actresses and actors for the rest of forever and ever and ever. There's already peti- uh, speaking out, petitioning, speaking out against Chris Evans and Elijah Wood are among those that have said, this is dumb. Do not do this. Well, it ruins, it really, it really ruins other people's opportunities. Truthfully, I mean, not to sit, not to take away from James Dean and the incredible job that he's always done. But I, but just, I just don't know why why so why why does it say that they want to bring James Dean in? Is it just to say that they did it? Is it just to be like, hey, look, this is a brand new thing that we are now fully capable of doing. We can CGI people the into producer, movies. The producer says this is the character we this is the actor we wanted. Apparently, they couldn't find anybody they liked, and he they needed James Dean. That's what the producer says. Uh, Zelda Williams, who's Robin Williams' daughter, spoken out and said, doesn't matter what the reasoning is, it's it's uh, taking advantage of the past actor, actress's clout. It and is. it's not okay. No, that's exactly what that's exactly what it is. I, I mean, agree. you can you can get the permission from the family all that you want, but there is a ton. I feel like there's a ton to deep dive in. I'm literally going to write this down because I feel like we need to have Last- a full, like, hour-long conversation about this because... I don't know how I feel about that because I feel like it, it puts in question a lot of of potential for other people because, you know, you see people like Robin Williams who are incredibly talented, you know, who can play any character ever. You see Johnny Depp who can play any character ever just get into the mindset of these different characters. And I feel like it's really... I think that's that's exactly what it is. Zelda Zelda Williams hit the nail on the head that it's just taking advantage of the actor's clout. I think it generates buzz. It really good does. And bad. Definitely. But yeah, we can get into that. Wow, that's podcast, crazy. Right? Um, speaking of movies and entertainment, uh, all of us collectively, you may not feel can do great things. All of us collectively have combined to help steal about $1.6 billion a year from someone. Oh, wow. Look, uh... I don't want anybody to get coal from Santa this Christmas, so we might need to throw someone on our Christmas list to make up for the fact that we've combined to steal $1.6 billion. What? AJ McCall at VFX. Why would you say that? It's a fact. Okay. For what? Do for you what? share streaming passwords? No. Oh, I mean... Right. Sorry. Me either. No. I mean, Dustin and I, we have Netflix, and I have... <gasps> you said the magic word. <gasps> I have Netflix, and I have... Spotify. And so I pay for those. <laughs> and I use You them. can't say that. I know. I'll get fired. Okay, so anyway. We need to put Netflix on our Christmas list. Oh. What? 
They estimated, right, because as we know, the meme says it, and it's true. Four people have passwords and everybody else shares, right? Right. Right. Sure. They they estimated that because of password sharing, they're losing $135 million a month, Holy which cow. is $1.6 billion annually. Oh, my gosh. And I'm, I still don't feel bad. No, I am proud to say... I don't contribute to that because I don't have anybody that I share my passwords with. Right, right, right. No, I really don't. Stop no, sure, that. No, I mean, yeah, right. Me and Dustin are the only, like, we sh- we have our, we have Netflix, but Dustin and I are, you know, in the same house at the same time yeah. watching Netflix. Yeah, me, my brother, you know, Ashley siblings, brother, my parents that live dad. across three different states. Yeah, right. we're all in the same house yeah, too. Yeah, totally. That's even low because they're basing it. They just took 10 and then guess per user, but their most popular plan is 13 bucks a month. So that's still on the low end. Right. 1.6 billion a year is on the low, low end. end. That's crazy. See, when I was living at my, at my, when my mom first got married to my stepdad, we were sharing our the <gasps> Netflix part password. Of the problem. Yeah. But we were sharing it like within the same house. And so there were like, five of us in the house watching Netflix on five separate devices. And so then I would get mad because I'd be like, hey, I'm watching How I yeah, Met Your Mother. Stop it. You're ruining my life right now. <laughs> they broke it down, by the way. So the biggest uh, perpetrators are millennials, 35%. So I can't wait for the article. It says, millennials kill Netflix. Millennials kill everything. Just think okay, if we, boomer, get over if it. If Netflix had that $1.6 billion, maybe they wouldn't have lost friends. <laughs> no. <laughs> McCall, you better uh, be be being honest. You better be being honest. About not sharing those passwords because you know who's going to find out? Who? Facebook. Oh, my gosh. Facebook is don't always fine. Don't even get me started on Facebook. My life has been ruined by Facebook this this very day, actually. We're getting started. <sighs> After Sean Mendez and Camille Cabello, that's coming up in about eight minutes. Make sure... That you uh, find us on all social media, Utah's VFX. we got to give away a Serenoni blanket soon. And if you tell us what your body's built by, you can win some of our last Globetrotter tickets. Utah's VFX, all social media. Facebook, be spying on us. Yep. We get into it in about seven minutes. First of all, we all know that familiar feeling. Car behind you, the headlights take the same first two turns that you do, and you're like, this is it. They're following me. This I'm is how I die. Here. Yep. AJ McCall on VFX. I, yep. I have so many stories. Oh, we'll come back to that. Yeah, we'll get into that one. You know that feeling. Oh, yeah. All of a sudden, you just get that hair stands on end, and you're like, wait a second. What? what?" You just, you feel it. You're like, I think someone's watching me. I always feel like somebody's watching me. Oh, I love that song. It's a jam, but it's also true true. all the time. And then you end up thinking, okay, so who's watching me now? Facebook. It's always Facebook. Yeah. Since the creation of Facebook, it's Facebook. And McCall's got a problem. Facebook be spying. Facebook be spying big time. Hit me. Scenario time. Last night, Dustin and I are having a conversation. I want to sell my trailer, right? Right. I don't really need it. It's a big trailer. We bought it to remodel my house. We lived in it. It's in really good condition. Nobody's buying my MFA trailer. Gosh darn it. I want it to go away. Right. We list it. Nobody's buying it. We right. drop the price three grand. Nobody's buying it. I still am sitting here like no one's buying my trailer. Last night, Dustin and I are talking about my finances because, you know, they need to be discussed. And I say, why don't we just trade the trailer in? 
Just get a smaller one because we're going to end up getting another trailer anyway. Okay. We're going to end up buying a smaller trailer. I should not know that. Yeah, just just so that we can go up into the mountains because this one's like 29 feet, so it's a big trailer. Okay. And Dustin's like, okay, great. Let's do that. So then he starts looking on his computer that is not signed into my Google account. I feel like this all needs to be discussed. It does. Not signed into my Google account, signed into his Google account. Okay. I'm scrolling through, just I'm sitting over his shoulder, just looking at all of these different trailers. Paul acted that out in case you're curious. With my hands and on I my face. And I smacked the crap out of the microphone. <laughs> it didn't need to be there. So I'm looking at these trailers, and I wake up this morning, and then I start scrolling through Facebook. And what did you find, McCall? Three advertisements for trailers. I always advertisement I have found on Facebook for trailers. And I'm looking right now, I scrolled through Instagram and since you know Facebook and Instagram are like tight, there's advertisements for trailers on the Graham Graham. Facebook be spying. I sent Dustin a message. I was like, look, here they come. All of the advertisements. And then I was like, wait a second. We weren't even on my Google account. We weren't on my Google account. We were on your Google account. And Dustin's like, Wait a second. That's right. What? <laughs> and I know someone's going to come through and be like, McCall, it's because you guys were on the same Wi-Fi. Probably Scholar Ben. I get it. I get No, it's probably Producer Butters that's, that's going to be listening right now. And he's Shut like, up, Producer You're Butters. An idiot. Facebook is spying. You're so dumb, McCall. I know. Facebook is that old lady from the sitcom that's always looking out the, the blinds going, Hello? Oh, what's going on? How what's can I help on? you? What value can I provide to you today? Oh, would you like to buy a brand new trailer? Great. Here's the notification and the uh, advertisement for you. We've already established that Facebook knows everything that, you know. It's extra stocky. Yeah, knows we everything. It. We know it. I mean, let's be honest. If it wasn't for Facebook, birthdays, pff, gone. Right. AJ McCall at VFX. But I want to go back to the familiar feeling. Now we're dealing with social media, but the original feeling is when you're driving along, a little bit dark at least. Maybe it's late at night. That right. makes it worse. Right. And you see those headlights behind you. You turn left, they turn left. You turn right, they turn right. Right. You go straight through light, they go straight through light. That's it. All right. Now, if you're McCall, you're probably thinking, I'm strapped. So I'm good. If you're AJ, you're thinking, all right, this is how I die. Yeah. Probably because I'm actually going to be watching the headlights <laughs> in my rearview mirror and just crash into something. I have driven over a uh, roundabout once before. Yeah, that happened. Okay, so last week, I had to drive home because I was going home. That's so crazy. Weird. So I'm in Logan, and I am... Where were we? We were on the, the south end of, of town. Okay. Okay, so we're driving from the south end of town. We drove separate. I ended up following this car basically from, I think we were at Johnny O's. And I followed this car from Johnny O's basically all the way out to the town closest to mine. Okay? Yeah, they thought you were going to murder him. Uh-huh. So said car gets slightly panicked, I'm sure. I would have. And pulls off on a random turn. Now, I know they were pulling off on a random turn because they turned on their right blinker. And then turned left. No, they turned on their right blinker <laughs> basically like a mile before the turn. Because they were like, where's the turn? 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 Must right? go, must go, must go, must not die. Right. So they turn on to this random little rinky-dink road. <laughs> and I keep going. And then they turn back onto the road. 
And then they proceed to follow me all the way to the post office in my little town. Metaphorical tables have turned. It's kind of what I was thinking, but I was like, hello, there's like five houses right here and everybody's Snoopy. So if I get kidnapped, it'll show up on the Facebook classifieds page that I'm a part of. Right. And then there'll be ads on my Facebook because I know you about, do you want to kidnap? Like, no, Facebook, what are you doing? (laughs) Right. So anyway, they get out. They're like, oh, ha, hey. I didn't know you lived here. And I was like, yeah, I do. They're like, I thought you were following me. And I said, yeah, well, then you followed me. And they're like, ha ha, now we're at the post office. I was like, yeah, mail. And so then I was like, okay, bye. And then we left and it was really weird. Here's what you say. Here's what you say. My mom (laughs) used to say this to people all the time and now I do too. So when people say, I thought you were following me, you say, yeah, but a good follower always gets there first. (laughs) You say nothing else. Um... Yes, but I think we need to start making a bit for a second out of things that get posted on this page that I'm a part of for my little town. It's it's like the classifieds, but it's like for my little town. I think maybe we generalize it and put it in the Logan classifieds as well, because like in my little town, since it's, you know, itty bitty, people post pictures of people that get pulled over for going too fast on this certain road that is very specific. It. And it's like, it's only 25. If you get pulled up, if you go faster than 25, then this is going to happen to you. Don't do it. Okay, Karen. I'll try it's not to do that. PSA. High five. Keep everyone safe. Oh, gosh. I, I love where I live. Don't get me wrong. And I love the people that I live around. They're so, so, so nice. And Snoopy. But very Snoopy. It's really funny. I feel like some people came over for trick-or-treating specifically to make sure that we were actually doing stuff in our house. Because the question has been asked... The the question has been asked at church, I guess. So, like, are they, like, working on that house? Or what? Yes. We are, like, working on that house. I got you, McCall. I got you. We also have full-time jobs. (laughs) I am living a dangerous game. Yeah. Okay, great. Risking phone destruction, not to mention the ghost cat is involved. Oh, boy. Here's a bit of a throwback Thursday question for you. Perfect. For the debate at eight with AJ McCall on VFX. How long have you had your phone number, your cell phone number? Um, Let's see. It's been attached to this phone since I was in sixth grade, so that would be like 13 years because technically speaking, I didn't acquire my phone until I was in seventh grade. My mom was like, here, fine. Since you commandeer it anyway, have it. Here you go, you pain in the neck. Yeah. I think there were other words used, but correct. (laughs) I see. I got mine when I switched over with my dad. That would have been, I think I had to be in college. Okay. I don't even remember my original. No, I got to. I think I got to doctor in or grandfather in my phone number. So I think this one has been mine since like freshman year of high school. That was when I was thirteen, and I'm now so it's over a decade. <laughs> Would it bother you to switch that number? Because like Ashley got a new phone a couple months ago, and due to some moron, I really had to stop myself from saying a stronger word. Completely biffed up the whole situation. And so they gave her a new phone right. number on her new phone, and then she went back to fix it. And they're like, oh, we can't. And then just new number. Right. Which is annoying because her phone number is also code to like the shopper's savings things. And oh, so every time we that's use obnoxious, it, right? I have it's to the look wrong up her number. Old number. Right. Uh, yeah, that's annoying. No, I have would never. Would bother you to switch, though? Yes, it would. So 
when we switched over, so we were on, I think we were on T-Mobile initially, and then we ended up moving over to Verizon. Um, right? <laughs> anyway, yeah, yeah. So I was in high school, and we went in, and they were like, okay, it's going to cost X amount of dollars to keep your number. And my mom was That's like... crap. Yeah, well, yeah. This was in, like, early 2000s, I don't care. Okay? It's still garbage. It's totally. nine digits. Totally. So... Is it nine digits? Yeah. Area code number 10 to... <laughs> I was very confused. You have to pay for the wow. 10. Sorry. I, it's the best <laughs> I bad. could do. So, anyway, we go in, and they're like, okay, well, we can keep your number... We'll keep these three numbers, but we don't have to keep the fourth one or something something along those lines. Well, they biffed it up, and they ended up switching. They ended up keeping mine, my mom's, and I think my little brother's phone number, but not Sadie's, my little sister. Suck and on so that, Sadie. Sadie ended up having to switch her phone number, and I just remember, oh my gosh, that was awful. I would hate it, man. No, that no, not from that perspective. I already can't remember phone numbers, and you're gonna make me switch phone numbers. You go like yeah. this: Hey, AJ, give me your phone number. Okay, it's it. What's my number again? I can't even tell you what my little sister's phone number is, to be honest, because since they switched it back then, I can't remember it. <laughs> it's like. I know the first three, and I know it has these four digits in it, but I don't know the order of these last four digits. Now I know, McCall, this may sound like a millennial first world problem, but I have a feeling a lot more people will be with us when it comes to giving up their phone number. Because uh-huh. I think at this point, smartphones have been around for so long, and cell phones have. Everybody's been attached to that number for a long time. Right. But we'll check the poll of the day, and speaking of my new phone, I'm living life on the edge. You scare me. Does it bother McCall? Can you stop? I am living a dangerous life right now, McCall. You see this new phone that's actually only been out for like a week and a half? Uh Uh-huh. Oops. AJ McCall debated Stop it that. Just banged it against the microphone. Yeah. <laughs> you want to know why McCall's over here like, oh my gosh, stop. Don't touch. Don't drop. Stop that. Stop. It's because... Phones is expensive. <laughs> Phones is expensive. Phones is expensive. And if you can drop the extra $60, because, you know, why would we make a cell phone that's not actually going to just, you know, break? Anytime, look, anytime, anytime I see somebody that has a phone that doesn't have a case on it, I immediately think, man, you are way gutsier than I am. Put it down. Softly, softly set it down. Okay, first off, AJ's fo- over here zooming it like <laughs> an airplane. <laughs> we started. <laughs> just gonna huck it across the room. We started with uh, your phone number because I feel like, while simple and in premise, the question "Would you be upset giving up your phone number?" It's actually a legit question. I think a lot of people be mad about Palmer Home Furnishing poll today. Having to change my number would be awful or fine. Seventy percent of people said. Awful. Yeah. Because you'd go from not knowing anyone's number to not knowing your own number. Right. Just write it down on my hand. Hey, what's <laughs> your number? It's seven. No, that's my old number. Can so, just find me on Facebook. Right. Just message me there. It's fine. Have I ever told you the reason why? Because I have a trap phone number. Yes. I am aware. It gets all of the spam phone calls. I'm telling Awful. you, this new screen feature is awesome. You well, should get a new great. phone. The problem with my no, the problem with <laughs> my uh, 
My trap phone number, I'm sorry I have the hiccups right now because I'm so lit over this. The problem with my trap phone number is that it rings once and then it's like, hang up. And it's always like 1-800-900-4-random numbers. 1-800-Epstein-didn't-kill-himself. That's basically what it is. It's like, what is going on? So anyway, I have like since tried to block these phone numbers. And then I get phone num- phone calls that are like, hello, is Ryan there? And I'm like, we have a sales guy named Ryan. Did Ryan give out my phone number? Yes. Um, yes, he did. Can I ask who's calling? Yeah, this is the insurance agency about your house in Lehigh. Ha! <laughs> I don't have one of those. You have multiple houses? Apparently, McCall Coach has- Coach Jelly, Boomer. That's- Okay, Boomer. Shut up. I don't have multiple houses. No, I have this trap phone number because I don't trust anybody with my real that's, phone number. That's reasonable. So any interns that we've ever have, have had have only ever had my trap phone number. So, because I don't trust people. I don't. Sorry. I don't. And then if I can go through and just change my Google vo- voice number, it's easy enough. And that's why McCall's very unhappy- that I don't have a case on my new phone. Put as a I case m- on your phone. Move it. You're going to shatter it later today. Move it. Look, I had- in my history of phones, uh-huh. what the worst thing that has happened to them is they've gone through the washing machine. In which case, a, a case wasn't saving it. That's not awful. That was two that's phones. Not, that's not... That's two not, phones. Wow. That's... Wow. Two of them? Two phones. Wow. I had two a friend... Two phones washing machine themselves out of oblivion. I had a friend that she would buy new cell phones and... She would not put cases on them and literally like a week later, shattered. She was just like, man, this is just how it is. Yeah. No. Hundreds no. of dollars out of my pocket. Just no. how it is. My whole, <laughs> my whole soul is like, ha. To help out Stop. McCall, to make her argument, to maybe, maybe we can help her calm down or ramp up the anxiety. No, what is great. the worst way you've broken a phone? <laughs> the poll of the day has a lot of great answers. Oh. I already washing machine two of them. Yeah. All right. Look, let me break your phone. Why? And then that'll prove whether or not mine's I need already, a case or not. Mine's already broken. Well, let... Did, it's in a case. And it's you broken. need the case then. It's in a case. AJ McCall's debated well, it on well, VFX. Well, backtrack. My... Not my case. My screen. My screen protector's broken. I need a new one of those. Okay, first of it's all... It's like $5. I'm going to tell you why a case won't save my phone. Yes, it involves a ghost. But first... What? It does. What? Kevin's on the line. Kevin, Kevin! Uh, what's the worst way you broke your phone? I never, like know when it happens it just breaks in my pocket then i pull it out to use it and the screen's all cracked so oh, it's like a mystery break oh <laughs> so i bought a brand new one you broke your phone no, already i didn't break it i didn't break oh it but gosh. i bought a brand new one last week it's the the pixel 4 so it's just out and i don't have a case on it oh am i living a dangerous life yes here, kevin or you'd like nah just be safe uh, live your best life man if you like without the case do it up there you go. Kevin told me to live my best life. Thanks, Kevin. No. What's the What's the worst way that you've broken your case? This is to just drive McCall's anxiety back up. She brought it down, so we're taking it back up. Okay, so I have never broken a... Well, I've had cases on my phone be broken, but I have had one phone broken in a very sad way. And I think I've told this story before, but for those that haven't heard it, here we go. Eighth grade story, McCall. Story time. Story time. Ninth grade, McCall, sitting in the lunchroom. She grows up so fast. (laughs) Yeah, as we're sitting there, I'm texting. 
My friend says, hey, bro, let me borrow your phone so I can text my mom because this is what happens when people don't have cell phones in eighth grade, ninth grade, whatever grade. It doesn't matter. Anyway, he grabs my phone and I said, no, I'm using it. And he pulls it. And I'm like, no, this is mine. So bro, dude, pulls my phone, rips it in half because it's a flip phone and accidentally because he yanks on it and pulls it, it slips the back like bottom keypad out Across the lunchroom at Box Elder Middle School, flies across the lunchroom, and I'm like, bro, why did you break my phone? He's like, I just wanted to text my mom. I was like, well, great. Now you can't. (laughs) Dumb. (laughs) So then I have to go home, and I'm like, mom, Justin broke my phone at lunch. And then my mom was like, "Uh uh-huh, sure. Like, no, Uh literally. That's exactly what happened. She's like, well... Looks like you're going to have to go phoneless. So then I am livid because bro dude is like, no. <laughs> That's not bad. Mine was just sheer stupidity. I had two phones go through the washing two machine. Phones. Try these on for size, McCall, because I think these are pretty good. Uh, not one, but two. Gladys and April both dropped phones and before realizing they dropped it, backed over them with a car. Not one person, two people. Um, what? Haley was mowing the lawn, had it in her bra, and it was a thousand degrees, so boob sweat ruined my phone. Yeah. Been there, done that. (laughs) My problem is I have makeup that I put on my face. Surprise. (gasps) What? Yeah. And sometimes- You know what my mom said about women who put on makeup? I will talk into my phone, and so then my speaker up on top gets all- jacked up and then my speaker on the bottom also gets jacked up because there's like dirt and stuff in it so then i have to go in and go talk to my friend and be like hey will you clean my phone for me and then he's like again yes sorry i'm dumb i is dumb two two more great so jesse's i just love the way she phrased this perfect i had an old flip phone it fell off my belt when i was in the bathroom and landed with a splash in the oval office oh hate that this one and i want to i want to state very clearly not my words. These are Maria's. She, uh, Maria said, "Don't my husband say anything works- that's going to get us fined by the FCC." Uh, Maria's words. My husband works as a ranch hand. He, he dropped his phone while dealing with cows, and a damn cow got to it before he did and oh. ate his mf and phone. Nom nom nom. A cow ate his phone. Well, he really needed to make that phone call. Something in his gut was like, "You know what?" Hello. Hello. Can I get a pizza? That's, yep. Okay, so those are great. Keep sharing the most ridiculous ways you've broken your phone for the debate today on Utah's VFX, all social media. Here's why a case isn't going to save my phone, McCall. I've had this phone for, I think, a week? about two. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Four times now, I've put it on my nightstand to charge overnight. Mm-hmm. All four times, I mean, it, not, most nights it's there, but four times it's been pulled off onto the ground. And I say pulled because it doesn't it doesn't fall any other time. I'll sit it there all the time. It doesn't slide off. It's your cat. That's what I'm saying. It's your ghost cat. The ghost cat. cat runs over and just grabs a cord and yanks on it and pulls my phone to the ground. Look, you don't need this. Pat. Which is a great way, one, to break the phone, two, to break the charger. Yep. So Casey ain't going to stop it because the ghost cat's going to pull it down, and then we're just going to hear in the middle of the night, bat, 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 as she's sliding pat, across the kitchen pat, floor. Pat, 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 pat. For the record, yes, a medium called and said I have a ghost cat, yep. in case you missed the story. Yeah, it's and pretty fun. It's now randomly pulling my phone off of the nightstand. You know, I want a new phone. Everybody's talking about new phones. <laughs> you're going to say I'm I want a ghost here. cat? No. I'm- <laughs> <laughs> I just want a new phone. And a ghost cat. 
That's the type of field lion you can have. A ghost field lion. Yeah, because sis won't kill it. Oh, my gosh. She'll try to. Oh, my gosh. I have a story about my dog and cats. <laughs> it happened yesterday. It's not great. <laughs> What is the most ridiculous way you broke your phone? 70% of people on the Palmer Home Furnishing Poll today when asked how, uh, changing their phone number would be awful or fine, 70% said awful. <laughs> yeah, awful. not fun. Apparently, McCall has a story about her dogs and cat that <laughs> I don't think you have. Uh-uh. <laughs> I've got a ghost cat, mm-hmm. and now you have a story about a cat, but you don't have a cat. Correct. Well, sort of. I have some... What we call field lions. They're not right. ours. They just exist. And they kind of like they bounce around. Nature. They take care of the mice because there's a ton of them because I live in, I, I have a field. <laughs> it's a pretty big field. Anyway, so yesterday I'm hanging out in my house and the dogs are outside. Sis is extremely happy right now. She's a rescue dog that we ended up finding in Texas. And so she is a warm weather dog. She does not like the cold. It's 60 degrees outside yesterday. She is laying up against the dark, dark wall of my house. So the sun is reflecting right. off of it and baking on her like black fur. She's like, yes. <laughs> so I'm sitting in the office upstairs and I look out and I hear sis just start going crazy. So I peek out the window to see what's going on. And I see... Two goats, because I have two of them. They're both kind of standing back behind my barn, looking forward like, what's going on? And there are two cats that I can tell are hissing at each other because they're all like hunched up, like they're going to kill each other. Right. And Sis is in the fence in the yard, barking at them because she's like, get him, get him, get him. Oh, no, he didn't. And then she stops because she knows that whenever she barks, we usually look out to see what's going on because she doesn't bark very often. Right. And so we look out and it's really funny because we're up in the office and I look out and I see sis bark twice, stop, turn around, look up at the window where we're at. She sees that we're looking at her. She wags her tail and then she sits down. (laughs) And then she watches to see if the cat's chase each other which they didn't there was a black and white one that was back there that was all on edge and it ended up like pouncing three feet towards the house which i was like bad move cat don't come towards the house sis will kill you and then it sat there and as soon as it bounced over sis was like whoa whoa stop look up at the window (laughs) sit back down and look back at the cats She's the funniest dog. It's the funniest thing. And the goats, I'm sure, are both like, I don't know what's going on. Should we interrogate? Nah. We're goats. <laughs> and then they just sit there. This has been another round of farmland stories from McCall Farmland Taylor. stories. <laughs> Sis is not AJ, happy with cats. AJ McCall on VFX. Another reason why I cannot I'm have them. I'm glad your kid is well behaved because, uh, look, I got a bone to pick. I stumbled across a meme that reminded me of one of the most frustrating gifts I've ever gotten. Okay. Now, I don't want want this to be confused. Yesterday was ungrateful gift receivers. Right. This is crappy gift giving. Right. Parents, I'm looking at you. 
It is the season of gift giving, and I scrolled across a meme that reminded me of the worst present I ever got. Okay. Here's the meme. Ready? Mom's during November. Mom, I need more toothpaste. Mom, all right. It'll have to be part of your Christmas, though. Yeah. I turned 21 May 29th of 2010. Okay. That is correct. 2010. Mm Mm-hmm. Right before then... I had a girlfriend I was living with break up with me, move out, and take out a, take a bunch of stuff that was mine. Uh-huh. So I had nothing. My mom, who's one of those people that says the stupid cliche, well, you only turn Blake age once. You only turn one, every age once, right, mom. That's right, how it works. Right, right. So I thought, you know what? My 21st is going to be awesome. Lit. It's the 21st. It's a big Totes. birthday, right? Right. My mom came down to help me get my apartment back in order since my girlfriend took a bunch of Everything, stuff. Everything, right. Help me buy silverware, dishes, plates, pots and pans, right? Back in the day, right? right? So that happens. It was a couple weeks before my birthday. I turned 21 and she says, you know, I bought you all that stuff. We're just going to count that as your birthday present. So for my 21st birthday, I got pots and flipping pans. But now that you're older, you can kind of appreciate it, right? Because they're no! expensive. No! Yeah. No! You should because they're expensive. I'm angry still about that. That is the worst present I've ever gotten. Ooh, that sounds like a challenge. (laughs) Can you beat mine? No, I'm just saying it sounds like a challenge for me to get you something that's worse than that. No, 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 no. That was not the point of this. The meme inspired, reminded me of a story. I'm going to get you some toothpaste. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like the Grinch. I must stop this from coming. No. But how? Stop I mean, it. in what, what way? way? <laughs> no. AJ McCall at VFX. Posty, who's going to be him. down in Salt Lake Monday. That's right. 11 11. He's going to be hanging out in Salt Lake, having a good time. I'm pretty Occasionally dang sure. Occasionally sing a song or two. Probably so. Um, Did you see, Uh-oh. speaking of Posty, AJ McCall at VFX. I don't know if you did or not. I probably didn't. University of Utah is trying to see what they can do to get Post Malone to play at all the halftime shows, right? All seems like a lot. Some, one maybe, I'm in. Like Homecoming? That'd be awesome. Oh, yeah. I mean, he lives here. Right. So, come on, Post. It was an open letter to Utah Athletics. How do we get a Post Malone halftime show? It's a it's a good probably it's a good pay one. him some money. Um, I would guess. Yeah, this is this is funny. <laughs> now it's not all of them. the The letter goes something like this: Dear University of Utah Athletics, Post Malone needs to have an annual halftime concert at a Utah football game. Now, before I get into the, why this needs to happen, let me explain to those who may not know a little more about who Post Malone is. Okay. He's an artist who was acclaimed for blending hip hop, pop, and rock together. He has become a musical sensation that has a worldwide following. Now, Malone's first hit came in 2015 when he wrote and recorded the song White Iverson. Now, the song has, it's became five times platinum by the Recording Industry Association of America with five million digital copies sold. He's worked with artists artists such as 50 Cent, Young Thug, Kanye West, Justin Bieber, and, uh, and 
among others. He also is active on Instagram, which currently has 18.6 million worldwide followers, owns two pieces of real estate in Utah, one at the mouth of Big Cottonwood Canyon and the other in Park City. <gasps> we know that now. Yeah. If you follow him on Instagram, you will often see him posting about his outings in Utah. Anyway, his recent album titled Hollywood's Bleeding is a subtle dig at Hollywood and a reason why he left to come live in Utah. Because Utah's awesome. Yes, he said he finally made the move from L.A. and I moved to Utah. I feel like in L.A. and Hollywood, there's such a strange vibe where there's just a lot of vampires. And here it's more of an oasis away from L.A. Anyway, he has a whole breakdown of it into huh. recruiting and why it would be beneficial for recruiting. More fans, for sure more true. fans and more seats because that brings in more revenue. And he lives here. Duh. He is here. He's he's doing his show the 11th down at Salt Lake, and then he's off for like a week until he yep. goes to Anaheim, I think. Yep. Because so, he's going to go home to Utah. He's going to go hang out. Anyway, he's got a whole breakdown on why it would be difficult. Anyway, Tom Hackett was who wrote wrote the letter, so I guess credit where credit is due. Makes sense to me. Make it I happen. Think it, I think it's a great idea. I think it needs to happen. Come on, Posty. Come on, Posty. We want you here. You have shoes on your way down, too. Just saying. I mean, yeah. <laughs> McCall, I got a message, and the last line, I got multiple messages, actually, on my social media, and the last line is, because you're funny, but you're not my type. Yeah, I need your help. What? We'll get into that in about 15 minutes or so. Okay. (laughs) AJ McCall and VFX. (laughs) Okay, McCall, I need your help breaking down this message that I got. Great. So I I post on my Instagram story. Okay. Semi-regularly. Right. AJ McCall and VFX. Social media. So... If you haven't been on the Instagram story, in which case you should also find Utah's VFX across yes. all social media, Yes, um, you can emoji react to whatever Correct. is posted. Hard eyes, laughing, crying emojis, clapping. So, so the last comment again was, because you're funny, but you're not my type, right? Oh, boy. Thumbs up, smile, smile, smile emoji, right? So here's awesome. how it goes. So I put up my video. Makes and me then, a little anxious for what's going to come next. <laughs> so I put up my video, and then I got heart eyes emoji. Kay. And then laughing, crying emoji. Then the first was supposed to be a laughing face, not love eyes or whatever that one is. Then because you're funny, but you're not my type. Well, that's great because, you know, I'm not single. <laughs> what the age? Yeah, by the way, Ashley heard me. Mentioned what the last comment was. And she like, was people like, people are hitting you up. I was like, no, no, no. I'm a cut someone. But what the heck does that mean? Sorry. <laughs> That's what that means? Ma. Whatever. They, at least they said I'm funny. <laughs> they said I'm funny. <laughs> Speaking of funny, we met. Funny is subjective. Wow. Isn't that what they normally say? Wow. I think you're funny. I think you're hilarious. No, you, can't, you can't walk it back now. No, I'm just, I'm just saying. That's something that people have been saying recently. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. People that say that to you don't love you. I know. I said it. I know. They've said it to you recently, <gasps> too. You are the only one that said it to me. No, I'm not. Look, McCall, you're really funny. But, but funny coming up is in about subjective. 10 minutes, we met, we met our hero, Matthew Judon, who actually gave you all an opportunity to win Globetrotter tickets. That's right. AJ McCall on VFX. Yesterday, we met a hero. Not very often you get to meet one, but we definitely, well, we were introduced to a hero. AJ McCall, VFX, this man, this hero right here. Matthew Judon, body built by Taco Bell. Body fueled by Taco Bell. Built. Built. I thought it was filled. Built. Fueled. Built. Fueled by? Built. I thought it was fueled. Built. Whatever. Built. Built. I don't care. Built. Built. Built.
Built, built, not the science guy, McCall's. What's your body built by? My body is built by coffee and anxiety. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we all think I'm joking. It's really not a great combination. Soul and I'm food just here. and red flags. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> Bad so, decisions. I'm red. I'm just red flags. Oh, okay, great. Most of those decisions, I think I had an inkling ahead of time. Like this is not going to go well, and I was like, eh, let's nah. see what happens. So that's what built our bodies. Yeah. The question was, what built yours? yours. Because we have some tickets to see the Globe Trotters tomorrow night. So. I had a couple here, and I think McCall picked out a couple of her favorites. Yeah. So Kristen Fellows wins, and she she said, if you want to get technical and said a bunch of mumbo jumbo, but she says, if you want to be about life, I'd go with love, commitment, many feelings, good and bad, junk food, laziness, and about 10% hard work. That's fair. <laughs> uh, another winner is Jared Carter, who said, my body is built by burritos and Mountain Dew. Bless. <laughs> I thought you'd appreciate that. And then uh, <laughs> my other winner is Sherry Halliday, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, and Pepsi. Nice. Sounds like a great Halloween. So those are my winners. Who you got, McCall? Um, I've got two. I got to find this one first. Hang on. There we go. Perfect. Great. We've got Whitney, who commented, body built by dot, 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 doing absolutely nothing at Score. all. LOL. Yes. And then we've got Samantha, who commented a gif. And the gif is the little kid with the with the snacks that goes, snacks! And then she responded, body built by all the good snacks. <laughs> snacks! Dude, same. Snacks. So growing up, fun fact, I don't know if you knew this or not, I couldn't say my S and N's, so S's and N's together, so it would be no knack. Like I wanted to go to the no knack, and I would scrunch my nose, and so it would be snacks! <laughs> Stop laughing at me! <laughs> Snack. I couldn't say it. Clearly. So it'd be the no neck. No. No. And I'd always scrunch my nose. No. My mom say say s and I go s she say say n n say sn and I go n No neck. <laughs> Gotta go to the no neck and get a tiger woods. Not a tiger's blood, tiger woods. <laughs> We have a chance to win tomorrow. Yay! With Park Knox. Stop! <laughs> gonna, no neck. Gonna... <laughs> yes? I thought I thought of snacks. Snack. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't... <sighs> AJ McCall and VFX. Growing up, I couldn't say my S's and N's together. Or my S's and H's because if it was combined I just couldn't so like I would love to go to the snow shack we lived across the street from a snow shack and so I would want to go to the no knack I wanted a no knack and I wanted a tiger's tiger woods not tiger's blood tiger I had, woods I had a girlfriend in college her name was Nyoka Walsh but as a kid she couldn't say her own name and uh-huh. so they were like what's your name and her Taiki Fosh Taiki Fosh Taiki Fosh that's cute that's cute I don't know that I I have one. Oh, I have one before my mom calls. All right, mom, don't worry, I got it. Don't worry, it's so, coming. So, who didn't love Looney Tunes as a kid, right? right? So, so uh, was it Sylvester the cat, right? I yeah. think's the character. So he always says suffering succotash, right? Right. As a kid, I couldn't speak that fast. So what I said, which is actually better in my opinion, is suck this and suck that. <laughs> suck this. And I didn't suck say it with that. that emphasis. Obviously, that's right. the adult that's me. Just, that's just more, pe- a little, more little, anger, mm. little stank. But instead of suffering succotash, it was suck this, suck that. 
Get that stink on there. I said before, my mom is going to call and be like, you remember? I, I got it, mom. Yep. I got it. Don't worry. I do remember, mom. Thanks. You know who really does need to suck one, though, is the people that get a, a peer in Park Narks. Yes. So if you missed it, we're actually going to pin it to the top of our page. <laughs> Are you good? We're going to... We're going to pin it to the top of our page so you can vote on the annoying nominees yes. for this week, which are, what are the names again this week, McCall? You always come up with such clever names. I don't remember. Oh, they're so clever. That Sorry. They're, I got it. One of them is vertical is the new horizontal, and it. the other one was- That is the first one. Horizontal is the new vertical. Oh, right. Sorry. And the second one is clearly my car is the coolest one here. Duh. <laughs> because it was a Subaru. Don't With and a before anybody big old spoiler. And before anybody's like McCall Subarus are nice. I know I drive one, so I can say something about them. Look, all I'm gonna say is the same thing I said on Monday when we picked a new round of nominees. Of course it was that car. Die. Of course it was that car. Poor small shoes. So vote for which parking job is the worst for Park Narks. Park Narks. By the way, you and I keep running into our own encounters as well. I know. And part of them are us. Oh. It happened once last week, remember? Wasn't me. Well, p- technically speaking. I have two from the same speaking, parking lot. we were lot. there. I have two from the same oh. parking lot. Oh. I will share them one day because, you know, it would be unfair if I won lunch. Prob- probably. I don't know. I'll check the rules on that one. VFX's Facebook roulette. Your chance to have on the VFX Facebook page, which makes you the coolest. Oh, yeah. The AJ and I, the McCall Taylor across all social media. But you got to find us on Facebook. Be friends with us, show as we randomly spin our feeds right now and stop. Stop. We'll like, comment, and share. This <laughs> McCall chokes to death. <coughs> I landed on uh, my friend Jem Myers' post. It actually. Okay, so this is the, this is the coolest. This is the second time today I've landed on something that is Beluga Whale inspired. Did you know they play fetch? Here's a video of them playing fetch with a ball in the ocean. It's kind of scary. They're not It's really not. No, it's really cool, though. They're like little dogs. So he shows up and he's just like, what up? Here's the ball. I don't want one. It's like a football. So he drops it and is like, okay, here's my toy. Throw it. And they end up throwing it. It's really cool. I saw one earlier where they had dropped their phone into the ocean. I've seen that yeah, one. Yeah, and the beluga whale comes up with a phone because got it. Hey, it's like, sorry, but they hello, play fetch. You hello. dropped this. I found, I found phone I can't use because no hands. Posable <laughs> thumbs not. I, I landed on Dylan Stanko. He shared a meme from The Office. It's from the scene. It's from the episode where Michael uh, is dating Pam's mom. And it's Pam saying, stop celebrating Christmas early. And then Michael says, you know what? I'm going to start celebrating it even harder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fine, McCall. I can tell you really want to win Yay, with your whale dog. Yeah. Love them. The AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor across all social media. Find us, at us. Find Utah's VFX across all social media. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Go to utahsvfx.com, get entered in for lunch with listeners. In fact, we have a very big business meeting at Jack's Wood Fired Oven today. I'm very excited. We got our first winner yesterday. Get yourself entered in. We'll draw again on Wednesday. And you can also find all the podcasts at Mm utahsvfx.com or search for AJ McCall anywhere podcasts are. Mm -hmm. One day left in the week. Heck yeah. Yay. So until tomorrow for AJ McCall. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX 94.5 and 98.3.